Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. America faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. Remember back when Rush Limbaugh used to play us audio of the left from channel after channel after channel, and the talking heads were saying virtually the same things with the same words? His point was this. They were clearly speaking off the same script. Your news, people's reactions, at least on the left, they weren't real. They weren't genuine. They were scripted. The left does this because it works. A message has to be repeated ad infinitum for it. From time to time, I've seen our side do this too, although not very consistently and not very effectively. But I'm here to tell you folks, I watch hours of TV a day, six to eight usually. And what I've noticed, we're not doing it at all. There's no coordinated message, no war room somewhere, no brain trust or think tank where we're coming up with this stuff. There's no leadership of any kind in the Republican Party that's organized. And it's letting them get away with things that are jaw-dropping. Things that should be easy slam dunks for us. For instance, after Charlottesville, the left very effectively painted Donald Trump as a Nazi. For saying both sides of the riot were good people. Now, CNN's Jake Tapper would later admit the clips the media spliced to create a mega clip of Trump saying that were fake. He didn't actually say it. They made him say it the way they spliced it. But it ended up appearing that Trump had said the uh, white supremacist side were good people. He didn't, in fact, but it didn't matter because they used the rinse and repeat method. Repeat, repeat, repeat. It was an easy political layup for them, and they took it. Fast forward to today, and incredibly, it's Democrat mobs that are marching, liberal mobs that are marching, and they're not even hiding it. They're openly chanting death to Jews. It happened over the last few weekends from New York to Venice to England to L.A. Jewish students, or those believed to be Jewish, have now been assaulted on campus, holding signs and play carts that say death to Jews is now very much the norm. There was a post on Twitter this weekend that went viral by a Jewish woman named Amy Alcon. She writes, we Jews thought we were safe in America. I no longer feel that with so many mobs on the streets openly calling for the mass slaughter of Jews. Why is this happening? They tarnish as Nazis and anti-Semites over Charlottesville 
when we did nothing of the sort. Now they're actually doing what they tarred us for. And they're not even hiding it. Why? Because they know we have no war room. There's no coordinated message. And when they get away with it, they keep doing it. There's simply nothing that even remotely passes as a coordinated response on our side. So they've been able, and I would say comfortable in coming out and just being who they are. They're anti-Semites. They hate the Jews. They'd like to kill them, some of them. And if they feel that way about Jewish people, you can damn well better believe they feel that way about us too. See, this is a tactic, marching through Jewish neighborhoods, chanting death to Jews. And the way it works in the left is when they get to do something one time, it becomes an entitlement. And what they are learning right now as they see no condemnation from the Democrat leadership, no condemnation by Joe Biden's White House, who is instead pursuing Islamophobia as the major problem here, they take it as an odd. It becomes a right to do it. People who disagree with us should see us march by chanting and demanding their death. Give it a few months. And because this tactic has now become acceptable, the next big issue, us versus them, they'll be chanting for our deaths marching in the streets. Just wait. This is what happens when you not only don't fight, but our side has no plans for fighting, no coordinated message. I've told you on this podcast many times about the eerie similarities between the Nazi Party platform and the Democrat Party platform. The big difference was the anti-Semitism. You can't say that anymore. We're looking at no less than the resurgence of Nazi-style fascism in the Democrat Party with very little pushback from our side, which makes what's happened in the last couple of weeks really frightening. The Nazis were so effective because of the way they used their street muscle. Their crowds that used to roam through Germany chanting death to Jews and death to just about anybody they disagreed with. It made people afraid you could be beaten by the mob, and the mob is getting stronger. In Nazi Germany, the power of the mob was that if you gave a speech and you weren't one of them, even if it was a speech they might have, you know, partly agreed with, they'd beat you. They'd beat the people listening to it. You didn't even get to speak unless you were with them. You didn't get to make a stump speech. We are watching the rise of that right now on our streets. So it's a good time to ask ourselves, is this really the party we want to hand a kill switch to with her cars so they have absolute and total veto power over our movement? And quite frankly, her ability to flee should we ever need it? The Democrats have already showed us their propensity for cancellation. You could read Jim Jordan's report on censorship last week to find that out. You think that if you, you know, put the wrong thing on social media, maybe something they consider disinformation, they won't shut down your account and your car in punishment, then you haven't been paying attention. Yet, incredibly, when Representative Massey tried to kill the kill switch that had been snuck through in a 2021 piece of legislation, it failed. Because 19 Republicans, including Representative Nancy Mace from my state of South Carolina, joined the Democrats to keep the Soviet-style system in place. What Republicans don't seem to notice or maybe care, I, I don't know, is that this kill switch is just one part of a much bigger system that you can see forming around us. A system built to cancel and cripple 
every part of your life should you misbehave and also to manage every part of your life. With a kill switch, you can control the number of hours a day, miles a day that people drive. You can also cancel people by rendering their car useless. Key to making all of that happen, as I explained two months ago, is digital ID. Government digital ID. I first warned about it in August when the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation announced they had created a government digital ID system for the world and they were giving it away. Any government that wanted it could download it for free. And there was a corporate side too. Corporations could download it for free. In fact, they should because allegedly it would cut down on fraud. And I told you, watch for this system. They're going to try to get Americans on it. Well, that was in August, and here it comes. On Thursday, the World Economic Forum, including the UN and the Gates Foundation, hosted an event titled 50 and 5, in which they pledged to roll out digital ID systems across 50 countries within five years. So this is a global digital ID system. The idea being nowhere to run, especially not in your car, because they'll shut it down. But digital IDs and these kill switches and central bank digital currency, they're all connected. I've told you before, digital ID is the very basis of the Chinese social credit system. And the United States of America is one of the 50 countries they're targeting. Well, something else happened last week that moved this out of the realm of theoretical and made it real. I'll tell you what it is in just a minute. Want to pause here for just a sec to thank our sponsor, PhD Weight Loss. You know what the hardest thing about PhD Weight Loss was? Starting. It wasn't losing the 29 pounds. I did that in six months. It wasn't keeping it off. I've kept it off for nine months now. It was getting started. You know why? I'd failed so many other times. I was afraid of the changes I'd have to make in my life. So I found just about every way out of it for a year. And you know what I regret now? That year, I carried around those extra 30 pounds. Once I started, I saw results right away, dropping two to three pounds a week. When, despite exercising and eating pretty well before, I hadn't been able to do that. I'd been barely able to maintain my weight with all that struggle. And PhD weight loss was so easy. Pick your starting date today. Find out more. Go to myphdweightloss.com. That's myphdweightloss.com. You won't regret it. That's myphdweightloss.com. Tell them Tara sent you. Now back to the podcast. Okay, the Gates digital ID system just moved out of the realm of the theoretical and became reality. Thanks to what just happened in the EU last week. They're going to adopt it. Last week, the European Parliament, the Council of the European Union, reached a final agreement on the establishment of what they're calling European digital identity wallets. It's a fully digital identification system for all Europeans, which at first will be voluntary, sort of. Your digital wallet, as they're calling it, will have all of your ID cards, driver's licenses, diplomas, medical records, vaccine records, bank account information. Ah, oh, so I can just choose whether I want one of those. Yeah, unless you don't want to go on the internet. The European conservative reported this. These documents will be recognized as means to access online services throughout Europe. So you can choose 
uh, not to do this, but you won't be able to shop online, bank, or transact at all, really, unless you have it. Everybody will adopt this voluntarily, and they'll say, see, it's so popular. The EU Commission seconded this on Wednesday. Here's how they describe it. Talk about Orwellian. All EU citizens will be offered the possibility to have an EU digital identity wallet to access public and private online services in full security and protection. So, oh yeah, we're going to we're going to offer you this great thing. Yeah, it's just you know it's just voluntarily Terry, if you want to access online services, if not good luck functioning in modern society. Americans and Europeans may not understand this yet, but as I've explained in previous podcasts, the lichpin, the very center of the universe that is the Chinese social credit system is the digital ID. You can't go online without one. Wow. Sounds really familiar, doesn't it? That seems to be pretty much what the European Parliament's describing here. See, right now, the Internet of Things isn't individually controllable because things aren't tied to people, tied to a digital ID. Once you lose that digital anonymity, guess what? You posted the wrong thing on the Internet. You made a meme. Well, they know it's you. You know how most memes online look anonymous? They know it's you because your digital ID embeds in everything that you produce, whether emails or online posts. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. You get up in the morning, you feel pretty proud of yourself. It was clever. It went viral. Until you roll out of bed and try to use your Amazon account to make a purchase and realize that your funds have been frozen. Then, when you roll out of bed, you realize your house is cold because your thermostat's been turned off at the smart meter box remotely. You panic because, you know, it means your refrigerator isn't on and your food is going bad. You're already having a bad day, but it's about to get worse. Remember that kill switch? Yeah, when you go out to the car in a panic, you get the same notice that you got when you tried to use your bank funds. They've been frozen for two weeks. You're not just in Facebook jail anymore. You're in digital jail. And that car of yours, it isn't going anywhere. And that's wild because... EU Commissioner Thierry Breton promised they wouldn't do this with digital ID. And the second they get member state agreement, 
he announces, guess what? I'll let Rob Ruse, a member of the European Parliament, explain. He's against digital ID for just this reason, he says. I just left the room where we had the negotiations about the digital identity. And I have bad news. The member states and the European Parliament came to an agreement. It means that probably not far from now, the digital identity will be uh, a fact in the European Union. Right after this agreement, Commissioner Breton said, now we have the digital identity wallet, we have to put something in it. And what he meant was the digital euro, also known as the central bank digital currency. And this is a very bad development. They always promise us not to make this connection. And even uh, a lot of experts, uh, privacy experts and security experts, warned also last week this is uh, a a very uh, bad idea for our privacy and our freedom. Here's the warning. Catherine Austin Fitz, former HUD Assistant Secretary under George Bush, has about CBDC, the digitized money that can be attached to these digital IDs. What they're shooting for is an all-digital system. And if you have a 100% digital system, that can be controlled centrally. And not only can your money be limited to, to different you know, geographical areas or spatial areas, um, but it can also be limited to... Um, you know, sort of what you can buy, when you can buy it, and it can literally uh, tax you without your permission. You can install a system of taxation without representation. But ultimately, Polly, you can you can implement complete control because let's say I want to mandate a vaccine. You can't your 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 financial transaction ability can be turned off. Your your access to your financial assets can be denied or stopped if you don't do what you're told. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.